I'm Wendy Sheridan, and you're listening to The Leftscape, the shape of progressive conversation. And hi, I'm Robin Renee. Hi, I'm Mary, and welcome. It's a terrific week this week. It's about time week, and Kwanzaa starts today. And today is National Candy Cane Day, which seems appropriate. National Thank You Note, I would think that would be in January. Um, and National Winers Day, a day to complain about anything and everything. Oh, I will. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that not that part of the, um, uh, the air complaints, the air complaints in... Festivus. Festivus, yeah. Is it Festivus today? No, no Festivus. But, but the activity of Festivus is complaining. Mm. Um, and in Canada and the UK, it's Boxing Day. And on this day in 1898, the Curies announced the existence of radium. And in 1941, the fourth Thursday of November was set as Thanksgiving Day in the United States. And 1966, uh, the first Kwanzaa celebration happened. And 1982, Time Magazine proclaimed the personal computer as the man of the year. In 2004, a massive tsunami causes damage and kills thousands in India, Indonesia, Malaysia, Sri Lanka, and Thailand. It was the third strongest earthquake ever measured, measured using the Richter scale, and the tsunami killed about 200,000 people and is considered one of the deadliest national, natural disasters in recent history and was also the subject of many movies yeah, afterwards. Intense. Yeah. That's sad. So, birthdays. We are remembering and celebrating Henry Miller, the playwright, uh, Steve Allen, Richard Widmark, Tony Rosato of SNL and Second City fame, and also uh, among the living, we're wishing happy birthday to Jared Leto, Kit Harrington, uh, Donald Moffat, Greg Wyans, John Schofield, who performed a guitar, he was playing guitar with Miles Davis and, Char and uh, Charlie Mingus. Lars Ulrich from Metallica, James Kotak of Scorpions, and David Sedaris. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. So the news this week is Keith Richards quits drinking. <laughs> that is news. That is big news, it's right? huge news. <laughs> so they say, uh, so, so it says in Men's Health that the rock legend at 74 decided it was time to quit. Wow. So... I think that's the news of the week. <laughs> <laughs> the news of the century. Liquor sales plummet. Yeah, the stock. stock. The stock goes... <laughs> So this is the first time we've actually all been in the same room recording for a long time. Um, and it's not only because of the weird crap that happened last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, uh, this is our last show of 2018. Yes. Show and, number 30. Yeah. Been out in a while. And uh, I had the clever idea of, oh, let's do a retrospective of, of everybody that's died this year. And then what, as I was doing the research phase for this show, I went on Wikipedia and saw the 
absolutely endless list of the notable people that died during the year and mm-hmm. um, well everybody dies and everybody's notable for something yeah but they mm-hmm. don't all die at once <laughs> uh, but so if we're going through um, talking about people who have passed in 2018 and we we have uh, neglected your favorite famous person forgive us because Otherwise, this show would be about eight hours long. So, um, I think to start, I, I we need to talk about our friend Anthony Agabat Minson, who passed away in uh, in February at the beginning of the month on Imbolc, um, because he was a great friend to all three of us, and uh, he was not. Um, a famous person per se in in the country, but he was famous in his own circles. And yeah, I was gonna get to that. Yeah. But it, in it, among his friends, he and and people who knew him, he was very famous. Um, he brought joy to many people. His artistic talents were amazing. I was mm-hmm. just thinking about his craftsmanship. Mm-hmm. Well, it's easy. Yeah. If you're looking around the room, there's at least eight things in this room right here that he made and gifted to me over mm. our, the course of our, our friendship. And and, um, and he never did anything by half. You know? Like, when he got into something or did something, he really did it. And he did it well. Yeah. He was like... And, and he was... He was known in in the pagan festival community as as one of you know if, if something if you needed something fixed or set up he was the go to guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I will I will never forget um, at an early Caduceus festival, it had to be in the late nineties maybe. Um, he basically set up the entire shower situation for the entire camp. Mm. <laughs> he was mm-hmm. like plumbing and hanging curtains and building scaffolding so you'd have a little bit of privacy to take a shower. Um, you know, he was uh he was just an amazing guy. And uh I liked too how he um he set up what something that we used to indulge in was the Misfits Thanksgiving. Yeah, I yeah. I was never able to go. Yeah, because you were always running your own Thanksgiving. Well, I had, but, yeah, family obligations. But he and his partner set up this uh, thing that people who didn't have a family or somebody to go to, they go to Thanksgiving at his house, and he would he, he would tell Kevin, "You're the host," and then he <laughs> did everything else. And, and he did nothing by halves. He wouldn't just have a turkey. He'd have like four turkeys and a, <laughs> and a, a tofu turkey for the vegetarians. And for, for, for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for me. Yeah. That's really cool. And I, I have videotapes saved of him um, making a deep fried turkey. And he had this whole contraption that he... He out in his yard because he, he was safety first, very safety conscious. He had this whole contraption to with with a winch to lower the turkey into the I hot saw oil in this it. video, and it was so much fun. <laughs> it sounds like a torture. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I I was uh, I was privileged to be the officiant at him and Kevin's legal marriage. After marriage equality got passed in New Jersey, they basically called me up and, and we 
and we uh, we did the ceremony in my backyard so he could get on Kevin's insurance before the end of the year. It was uh, it's something that um, I have a very fond memory of that. Very cool. And I have a fond memory of representing the Fay folk at their commitment ceremony. Oh. So about 20 years before that. That <laughs> <laughs> was fun. It was a beautiful day. But we miss you. We do, every day. I really want to talk about Pete Shelley. Okay. Pete Shelley was a member of the Buzzcocks. And he died at 63, had a heart attack not too long ago, and it was a big, uh, unpleasant surprise <laughs> to me. Uh, but what a, an amazing band. And I just have to say that when I was, you know, whatever, a teenager, and punk rock was happening, and I was in this little town where people just didn't know about punk. Like, it was a, it was a thing that just wasn't really understood or even thought about, pretty much. And I was like the weird... The one weird person that started like dyeing <laughs> my hair blue and blonde, you know weird platinum and things and whatever. I just I just sort of found that um, music and and later I would find community around it. But at the time it was just like me and trying to like tune little try to find these like radio stations that I could barely <laughs> tune in and stuff. And and I remember um, the Buzzcocks being one of the bands I first started going to like the the music store at the mall to ask for, you know, and they would look at me like really weird. And partly I just like saying cock <laughs> and I just was trying to be shocking, but I love, but I really like them. And, and I knew that they wouldn't have this music, but I said, I got to ask for it because they need to find, figure out that they need to get it. And eventually like whatever store, Sam Goody or something got this little teeny tiny punk section, <laughs> you know, and, and I would, you know, buy things there and whatever, but it was, uh, it was a very odd time, you know, but that was one of the bands that I always loved and uh, got to see them in the 90s. So it was like their first comeback. Oh, wow. Um, and it was it was it was amazing. I have very vivid memories of that show. It was really cool. Um, Pete Shelley also had a solo career and he sang uh, the song Homo Sapien, which was very very obvious euphemism <laughs> and it was you know so I remember being at my first first time in like gay bars and stuff in New Brunswick and dancing to that song and just having a really good time and I you know this one friend of mine really was annoyed and he would when he sang homo sapien he would sing homosexual too because he thought he thought it was like a cop-out to not say the word but mm -hmm. I was like no one's missing this this inference here. You know? <laughs> no, I think it's clever and it's a great lyric, and so I have really fun memories of dancing to that. Um, and he was out as bisexual, so he's one of our bi uh, bi cons, I would say. Uh, bi con, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah. Oh, one other thing that's cool about the Buzzcocks, apparently, I believe they are credited for making the first DIY single. Oh wow! So it was like you know the first people who said, oh wait. We can just do this ourselves and put out music. And, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So they influence a lot of people um, in the punk world and, and after. And also Electronica, you know, because he did the stuff after. And some before even. Before even um, the end of the band. Or the first end of the band. Or whatever you call it. <laughs> but um, so, yeah. He was good. Good people. Hmm. Oh, well, I have a couple of people that I wanted to pop out. 
of our list and just talk about John Barton, who was a theater director in England and co-founder of Royal Shakespeare Company, and Cecily Berry, who was, she worked mainly, she was a director, but she worked as the um, voice coach for the Royal Shakespeare. Mm. And uh, between them, they really changed the whole idea of doing Shakespeare and producing Shakespeare. And they started back in the 60s. And uh, they uh, they worked with um, Peter Hall to and Peter Hall. If, if you ever saw the movie of um, Midsummer Night's Dream, where Judy Dench is Titania and she's like naked. Who was Oberon? Was Patrick Stewart in Par- that? I, I did Patrick, see it. Yeah, they were yeah. all part of the same movement. But John Barton was specifically he taught them all how to think about Shakespeare. Oh wow! And and uh, so it made it modern, so that modern people can uh, understand it. But Cecily Berry did this cool thing where I took a workshop with her, too, mm. So that I personally. And it ha- had to do with the sounds of the words, not just the meaning of the words, but the sounds of the words and how Shakespeare used various words because they make you feel good or they make, if it has a lot of S sounds, you feel kind of sneaky like a snake. Or and and, <laughs> and it it kind of hit me that this is something that songwriters do is they use the words for the words sound sake. Well, yeah, and that's what Shakespeare did too. And I said, oh, I didn't know that. And so we would we had these exercises. We were going around just exploring the sounds, not just the meaning. So we kind of pulled it out of this academic thing and into this visceral thing. Mm. So that's my rant for the day. <laughs> Well, in the comics field, um, as you may or may not know, and I don't know if I, how much I've talked about it in the podcast, but um, I'm trying to be, get my uh, art chops up to the point where I, I feel comfortable uh, drawing a, a comic strip or a, a graphic novel or something. I've got a lot of ideas, um, and I'm trying to get my skills up to the point where it's doing my ideas justice um but in the in the field of comics we've lost uh a few pretty big names this year uh stan lee of course everybody kind of remembers that he died recently um and these are people that have had a good long life you know they're they're they died in their 90s or or their you know upper upper times upper ages uh, we also lost Steve Ditko, um, who was a, a comic book writer and artist and responsible for Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, and Blue Beetle. Uh, we also lost uh, Marie Severin, who is a comic book artist who drew for Thor and Iron Man, uh, co-creator of Spider-Woman. And uh, we lost Gary Friedrich, who wrote for Sergeant Fury and his Howling Commandos and Captain Marvel, uh, Coast co-creator of Ghostwriter, and um, Mort Walker, who wasn't you know in the Marvel Studios or anything like that, but he uh, was a, a comic strip writer from the Sunday Funnies, who wrote uh, Beetle Bailey, High and Lois, and uh, Boner's Ark. And we also lost uh, John Schnepp this year. He's an an animator, a filmmaker, and voice actor from Metalocalypse, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast, and The Death of Superman Lives. So, 
I don't know if you remember, because I think this was earlier in the year, but Stephen Hawking died this year, which was very sad. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I could remember that was this year. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. this is one of the reasons why we're doing this show, because 2018 feels like it's been five years long. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Stephen Hawking died. Um, I think he was one of the one of the brains of our generation. Yeah, no doubt. Or maybe the generation ahead of us ish, sort of our generation. Um, if you don't know who he who he was, Stephen Hawking uh, was a theoretical physicist, and he wrote a brief history time of time, um, and he was wheelchair bound for most of his life. He had ALS, right? Yeah, and he, and his his students or other other people at his university made it possible for him to be able to communicate with the rest of the world because he lost the use of um, most of his body and he had a really he had a lot of trouble speaking later in life. Um, so they had a a thing he could operate that would um, do voice uh, voice synthesis for him. And actually, he had guest appearances on Star Trek The Next Generation, Futurama, and I think Big The Bang. Big Bang Theory. Several times on Big yeah. Bang Theory. I, I think he had a, a really good sense of humor as well as being like a brain. <laughs> Was he a family guy too? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't yeah. watch that cartoon. <laughs> anyway. Um, and we, we also lost Alan Bean this year. Uh, and John Young, both of whom were Apollo astronauts. Uh, Alan Bean was the fourth person to walk on the moon, and I met him when I went to uh, space camp in my younger days, not when I was a kid. But they had space, they have space camp for grown-ups, and I went as a grown-up, and he was there. Uh, he's also, he was also a very, very skilled painter, and he would do these paintings uh, based on, I think, NASA photographs of moon lunar scenes and he would modify them uh, based on anecdotes from other astronauts uh, and and uh, so these guys are going to be missed there's a lot of other people that that have gone this year too uh, I don't know how much we can talk about them because we have nine pages <laughs> Constance Adams who was a, a space architect and a spaceport a spaceport planner uh, Betty Grissom, who was Gus Grissom's uh, widow. Gus Gr Grissom was one of the Mercury 7 astronauts, and he died uh, in the Apollo 1 fire. And she, Betty, won a lawsuit against the NASA contractor um, for that fire where her husband got killed. Mm. And um, Cindy Lee, who was only 43 years old, uh, died this year. Uh, she was an American web designer, um, and she was part of the team that developed the CSS markup language for the uh, World Wide Web Consortium. So, it, we had a number of politicians that left us, left this mortal plane this year. And this is a very abbreviated list. Yes, a very <laughs> abbreviated. So, Kofi Annan, who was in the UN? Yep. Okay. He was the president of the UN. Brendan Byrne, who was um, an American politician, he was 93, but he was specifically governor of New Jersey. And uh, Barbara Bush, 92, who I met once, or at least saw in person, um, the first lady. 
of George H.W. Bush, who also passed away, our uh, 41st president, and he was also vice president and director of central intelligence um, involved in Iran-Contra, so there's questions about that still. Um, and John McCain, who was a presidential uh, candidate, American politician, Navy officer, and a member of the U.S. Senate and House of Representatives, and he was uh, a prisoner in, during the Vietnam War. And uh, that's, I think, all we have for politicians. So we lost Penny Marshall just um, a couple of days couple ago. A couple of days ago as of this recording. Yeah, um, it's like you can never make a list without some <laughs> somebody coming in and saying, it's like, why did you die and mess up my list? Mm -hmm. oh, so <laughs> what, what's your favorite movie of hers? Uh, for me, I was actually just uh, the other day thinking about the, the intro to um, Laverne and Shirley, oh, <laughs> where wow. I know her mainly. Uh -huh. Um, uh -huh. And that, for some reason, that song is just really memorable I, to me. I did. I really and liked she, the League of Their Own too. Yeah, yeah. No fun. crying in shape in baseball. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Burt Reynolds mm -hmm. um, passed at eighty-two. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I Go wanted to it. jump in on Burt Reynolds because. Um, I actually have a lot of friends who studied acting with Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, you know, we only know him for these bandit movies, but and that and that photo spread he did for Playgirl. Oh yeah. Well, it's yeah. really I I have to just mention that my mother-in-law used when I when that when that picture came out I was like ew 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 but she was like that was like she, she liked was it. pin up and then I <laughs> saw it recently and I'm now that I'm old it's like oh well he is pretty hot so yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so then everybody thinks of him that way but apparently though he uh he put a lot of money into building a school in Florida for mm -hmm. theater and acting and he would teach acting and the people that I know who studied with him said he was really excellent and he had great um, insight into everything and they they had nothing but praise for him so I think that that's really good and he should be remembered for that okay continue on <laughs> you should be reading this actually because you know so yeah much you more. should why don't you read the list oh and then Nanette Fabre I, I don't know you didn't choose her before and uh, I didn't I don't see know her on the list that's remember why. who she is I just I don't kid, remember I remember who I she remember is. who she is too and I used to always love anytime she was on but the the thing that I loved the most was um, Bandwagon, the movie mm. Bandwagon, where she played a partner with um, um, oh, Oscar Levine, Oscar Levant. Okay. And, uh, and they did this song where they were triplets and they were like babies with their knees. Anyway, she was just always funny. I loved her. Well, don't skip John Mahoney. Oh, I John just... Mahoney. is He was actually British. He was born in... Blackpool, and um, he's well known for doing Frasier here in this country, but also the thing that I loved him the most in was uh, a play on Broadway called House of Blue Leaves. Well, he's been in a lot of things as an older, I've seen, he would show up in, in shows and every, we would have like a momentary, oh, it's him, it's, yeah. you know, I'd be happy to see him again. Mm, John Mahoney. Uh, David Ogden Stiers, who was on MASH, that's what he was well known for. Well, he was I thought he was things. well known for, uh, like, for the voice of uh, the clock. 
in Beauty and the Beast. I've never seen Beauty well, and the Beast. Well, <laughs> the younger generation is going to remember yeah. it from that. Yeah. But I, I also admired what he did in MASH because he came into an already set up situation and people wanted to uh, remember the person he was replacing. And that's always a hard part for a, an actor. And well, he, he, did he did it, it well, very though. well. He was, yeah, he was great in that. Um, what did he play? He play he he played the snobby guy who was rich and 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 looked down his nose on everybody. Oh, right. okay. So he created conflict in the plot. So that was good. Margot Kidder um, always loved her, especially the Superman movies that she was in. She was Lois Lane. Yeah, Lois Lane, and uh, um, and the whole idea too, though, that she had. Uh, that, that she was an activist for mental health rights, and that's kind of sad that she died. And, and along with her, though, Anthony Bourdain, too, uh, another sad thing, the suicide. Um, there were a number of people this year. It's, it's a... Suicide is every year. Yeah. Um, Tab Hunter... Uh, if you don't know who Tab Hunter is, go to YouTube and <laughs> type in Tab Hunter, and you'll get a whole documentary on him. He was, he was a really good actor, but he he didn't really go anywhere because he was in the closet. Mm. And it was kind of sad that that he was stifled that way. Um, and Barbara Harris, Barbara Harris is another one who she was a terrific mo movie actor and. She, she no, so many people don't know who she is because I I just feel that uh, people, especially women in in movies, they're not encouraged to continue. It's it's a hard industry. Well, especially in that generation. Yeah, you know, you were done by the time you were forty. Yeah. But um, it said in her in her little blurb on Wikipedia that she was the co-founder of the Second City. Oh yeah, which yeah. is huge it's, too. Uh, yeah, because that's her started. Husband. Every, and so many careers. Uh -huh. She was supposed to have worked a lot with, with Elaine May and mm. Mike Nichols. And we lost Neil Simon. Oh, yeah. This year. Yeah, yeah. I just always think of Neil Simon as the, the perfect artist for comedy. Um, I just wanted to mention a couple more names. Well, a bunch more names. But uh, for me, it was Elmarie Wendell... Uh, who was Mrs. Dubček on Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, yeah. And she died this year. Uh, Dick Van Dyke's brother, Jerry, died this year. Mm -hmm. From My Mother the Car. Yeah. And Sandra Locke, who I believe was I married to Clint Eastwood. I think Eastwood? it's... It, we don't know. No, because she was, she was in that was a of those bunch Palamone of his thing. movies. She was in a bunch of his movies. And I mm -hmm. think during that time, I kind of remember they were together. I know they were together, oh, okay. but well, but it was legal. one of those things <laughs> that that I think that there was some discrepancy about. Mm. So Mark Sailing, uh, American actor. Uh, I don't. Oh, he was in Glee. Okay. Um, Jerry Messick, who was American film producer. Uh, uh, Jill Messick, sorry, and she produced Mean Girls and Frida. Wow, and she was a talent manager. Oh yeah, for Rose McGowan. And I, I just think, like, I wonder if this suicide was, you know, connected to her, whatever went on with uh, managing Rose McGowan. I don't know, because it's just, it was sad what happened to Rose McGowan. 
Um, Steven Boko. I don't Bochco. know. Bochco. Steven Bochco. Hill Street oh, Blues. Hill, Hill Street he, Blues. Oh, and like all the <laughs> NYPD Blue. He's like the crime, the crime show I producer. Can, I can see him in my mind. Okay. Uh, Bud Lucky. Oh, he was an American am animator and voice actor. He did both. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I don't know who he was in Toy Story and Winnie the Pooh, but I, I think, I think, I, he, I think in Winnie the Pooh he was Eeyore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, R. Lee Emery, Emery. Is, is the guy who played the drill instructor in Full Metal Jacket and everything else. That that sort of gave him a career playing drill instructors in the army. He must have been good at it. Yeah. Um, uh, and Harry Anderson. Harry Anderson. Died this year, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm <laughs> he didn't really remember that. Yeah, I forgot all about it. it he was a magician, too. Um, I should have known. And Bill Daly, I do remember him. I liked him in I Dream a Genie and Bob Newhart. And uh, let's see. Oh, a lot of more. The N Nicholas Rogue, who was mm -hmm. English film director, Don't Look Now, The Man Who Fell to Earth, and cinematographer on A Funny Way, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. Oh, I like that movie. Uh, Gloria Katz uh, was an American screenwriter and film producer for American Graffiti and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Dune, Howard the Duck. Um, Bernardo Bertolucci, American film, I mean, Italian film director, Last Tango in Paris and The Last Emperor. And he won an Oscar for Last Emperor, I think. Bernard Bragg, 90, he was American actor and co-founder of the National Theater of the Deaf. We mentioned Aretha uh, briefly at a, a previous show, I think, but it really, uh, she's, was a remarkable, amazing singer and can't really say enough about her, but you know, we're gonna miss Aretha Franklin for sure. Definitely. Um, mm -hmm. Just watching some of the performances that she gave, you know, after she passed, a lot of videos were going around and it was nice to just remember her from all eras and uh, she's someone who's really gonna live on amazingly. I, yeah, she's one of the singers who I attempted to emulate when I was a kid trying to teach myself how to sing and hit those high notes real strong. Wow. You know, well, you'd put on respect and just start and singing just along with it and trying to hit those notes. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> but that's a good goal. Yeah. That's a stretch yeah. goal. It's right? definitely a stretch goal. Um, and, and then when I was looking through the list, on Wikipedia, I saw Liam O'Flynn from Planksty, and he's a, a Irish Yulean piper. Um, and Planksty was the first band that I listened to that got me into the whole Celtic music stuff. Planksty is a great band, um, and I didn't realize they were a that old and b that people are dying from that band, and that was made me sad. Mm -hmm. And then other things that made me sad was finding a list of, of really young rappers who had been shot and killed. Mm. And, um, and I, I want to give a shout out, and I hope I'm pronouncing you guys' names right. Uh, Jimmy Wopo, uh, XXS Tentacion. Um, he's, uh, his songs were Look at Me, Jocelyn Flores and Sad, and Young Greatness. 
Um, and also Mac Miller, uh, who was only 26, he died of a drug overdose. He wasn't shot. But yeah. And I think um, Ariana Grande has written some songs about him that they were oh, together okay. for a while. So. Oh, that's that. Okay. Yep. Now now the name clicks in my head. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's I, I look it through a list when I see numbers that are, you know, 90 or 100 or 103. It's like, oh, they had a great life or they had a long life. But when you see names, when you see names with a number to like twenty, and it's not a racehorse, um, it's it's tragic. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. It makes me sad. And too many suicides this year too. Uh, other musicians that we've lost this year include uh, Sam Mirren, Nancy Sue Wilson, beautiful singer, mm-hmm. Pete Shelley that we talked about, Eddie Clark. From Motorhead, Vic Damone, Charlie Quintana, Arthur B. Rubenstein, who's a composer, Lorraine Gordon, who owned the Village Vanguard, Matt Murphy, Vinnie Paul from Pantera, Damage Planet Hell Yeah, Dolores O'Riordan from the Cranberries. Yes. And we actually interviewed earlier, we interviewed Doc Coyle, mm. who band sang the Cranberry song Zombie. So that was... Uh, a connection there. Yeah, that's yeah. a real connection. And she was going to sing it with them, so it's kind of uh, that's poignant. That's sad. Yeah. And Brett Hoffman, Jill Janis, Hugh McDowell, Robert Mann, Ray Thomas, Dave Holland from Judas Priest, Jim Rockford, Johan Johansson, Craig McGregor, Noki Edwards, Randy Scruggs, Eddie Clearwater, Ralph Santola, Danny Kerwin, Steve Soto, Ed King, who wrote Sweet Home Alabama, Don Gardner, Marty Balin, Jeff Emmerich. I, I just wanted to know, Jim Rodford was in The Kinks and The Zombies. Mm-hmm. And those I, were favorite bands of mine. Mm. Wawa Watson from The Funk Brothers, Sonny Fortune, Todd Youth, and Jimmy Farrar. I have to mention uh, people from the science fiction uh, community that have passed this year. Ursula K. Le Guin, Kate Wilhelm, and Karen Anderson and Harlan Ellison are all writers of varying degrees of fame. Um, And also Gardner DeZoy, who uh, was an editor and somebody I knew personally from Philcon. And all of these people will be missed. Um, I would absolutely like to remember Antisaki Shange. We actually were talking about black poets and people that are, you know, famous and community people and just people that we want to read and check out. And she was very much on that short list and inspired me a lot when I was young. Um, So that's Antisaki Shange. We also lost William Goldman. American author, and Shakti Gawain. Mm. Yeah, Shakti Gawain, who, who wrote um, a book on guided meditation, too. Uh, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. creative visualization, mm-hmm. that's what it was. Yep. Okay. And Philip Roth, Tom Wolfe, Jean Morozo, and Art Bell, who did Coast to Coast, which was kind of a funny radio show. <laughs> But, uh, and uh, 
Yeah. Also, Nick Meglin, who was the was an editor of Mad Magazine. Um, there were a number of uh, people who had who were activists that passed this year. Um, most notably, uh, David Buckel, who um, is a LGBT rights lawyer, and he set himself on fire as a as an act of um, social protest and his um, I guess his suicide note read uh, most humans on the planet now breathe air made unhealthy by fossil fuels and many die early deaths as a result my early death by fossil fuel reflects what we are doing to ourselves hmm. and I apologize in advance for mangling this name um, this man Muhyiddin Moyet, who was 32, a member of Black Lives Matter. He was shot, um, and he is known for crossing a yellow police tape line to snatch a Confederate battle flag from demonstrators on live television in Charleston, South Carolina in February. And we also lost um, Connie Kurtz, who was an American LGBT rights activist who got, um, who is most notably known for uh, the lawsuit that um, provided domestic partnership benefits for people living in New York City. Oh, and Avron Frazier, uh, uh, Arvon Frazier, sorry, uh, she died. Uh, she was an American women's rights activist and ambassador to the United Nations Commission on the Status of Women. Virginia Whitehill, American women's rights activist. Uh, she uh, worked on uh, reproductive rights and she presented at the Roe versus Wade case in um, Supreme Court. Um, Ramona Ripson, an American civil rights activist and member of the ACLU. Uh, Philip Jackson, American politician and community activist, founder of the Black Star Project. Uh, Jamal Khashoggi, we all know about that one, and Dennis Perron, American cannabis and LGBT activist, and Millie Dunn Vasey, she was 100 years old and she was an American civil rights activist. And there were uh, Nathaniel Reed, uh, who was an American environmentalist and political aide, who co-wrote the Endangered Species Act of 1973, uh, and Albert Howard, who was the co-founder of the Black Panther Party. So we're losing a lot of um, activists from the 60s. It's getting to be, I guess, their time. It's because these guys are all in their 80s and 90s. And it's so sad for them, them to see that we're having to have activism for the <gasps> same things all over Yes. Again. I'm sure they weren't thrilled to watch what's happening now. So we can celebrate someone who had a very long life. Uh, Nabi Tajima was 117 and was a super centenarian, world's oldest living person and last living verified person born in the 19th, 19th century. Wow. So that's pretty amazing. Um, and also Viktor Kalashnikov, who was a Russian gun designer, which is... Well, it's obviously the gun's named after him. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Robert Martin, American fighter pilot, 
Connie Lawn, who was an American journalist and the longest serving White House correspondent. Oh, you didn't mention Robert Martin was a, a Tuskegee Airman. Oh, that was yeah. his uh, claim yes. to fame. Yeah. That's huge. David Toshi, American police detective. And he, did he solve the Zodiac Killer case? I believe yes. that's, that's his deal. He wow. found the Zodiac Killer. Wow, okay. That was a big thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Naomi Parker Fraley, American naval machinist, and the inspiration for the Weekend Do It poster. Yeah, that's I think that's, I kind of remember cool. when she did pass earlier this year because they had a, there was a big obituary about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ingvar Kamprad who was a, the, the, the retail furniture home design executive who founded Ikea. So I, I'm a big fan of that game where you, you list the name and you have to figure out, is it Ikea furniture or is it the name of a death metal band? <laughs> so, that was an inspiration for a great party game. Uh, Fran Barra, American aviator, who was the first woman to fly a helicopter with no tail rotor. Yeah, if you look her up on Wikipedia, she's had a really amazing life. Uh, she has like some huge amount of flight hours and she <laughs> she would train pilots and do all this other stuff wow and uh, do you want to mention yeah Wendy Coco? Coco the gorilla uh, died this year and and also uh, Nico the gorilla who was the oldest lowland gorilla in Europe he died at 56 Coco was 46 and she was famous for learning American Sign Language since she was a baby. And, and she had her whole life where she was communicating with humans. And I followed her life like through, the, through National Geographic and other you know, documentaries and stuff. And, and I always felt, I don't know, it was just, she was such a, a cool creature. Um, and she made up words like the first time I think they gave her a radish and she because they just handed her the the radish and she ate it and and i think she she named it cry hurt food <laughs> oh. and and i think she came up with the word watermelon independently hmm. uh because it's a wet fruit so i think she called it like water fruit or something mm-hmm. like that the signs for that so um, those are little details I remember from her life, uh, and that she also liked cats. They would get her kittens yeah, frequently. That. And she was friends with Robin Williams. I thought that the footage oh, of them yeah. together was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Jeremiah Wolf, American Cherokee elder, was 93. And uh, John Perry Barlow, an American writer and lyricist for The Grateful Dead, also an internet activist and the co-founder of the Electronic Frontier Foundation. Emily Dole was an American professional wrestler and known as Mount Fiji. Um, Larry Harvey, American artist, philanthropist, and activist, and founder of the Burning Man Festival. Also, Ronald Spadafura was an American firefighter, and he supervised the rescue and recovery following 9-11. And he passed away of a disease that you get from doing that kind of service. Yeah. It's pretty. Louis Gambaccini, an American civil servant, NJ dot commissioner, and he was a founding chairman of the New Jersey Transit. So I guess that is, uh, I don't know if it's close to our hearts, but we can either blame him or praise him. Oh, he managed, he managed SEPTA, too. So yeah. yeah, that's Pennsylvania Transit. For you Philadelphia folks. <laughs> right. Uh, Marcella J. Harris, 
American Air Force general and the first black woman general in the U.S. Air Force. Um, and Bert Romp, who was a Dutch equestrian and an Olympic champion in 1992. He was kicked by a horse. I wasn't going to say it, <laughs> but anyway. Um, that was the point. He yeah. died as he lived. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Todd Bull, American teacher and public bookcase, bookcase proponent, creator of the Little Free Library. And Mario Sigali, American real estate developer, and the namesake of Nintendo's Mario. So I did oh, not know that. I didn't that's, either. That's very cute and fun. fun I wonder fact. if he looked like that or had a mustache. <laughs> right. And Olivia Hooker was 103, um, was an American psychologist and yeoman, first African-American woman in the U.S. Coast Guard, and the last survivor of the Tulsa race riot. Wow. Wow. That's when they burned the whole black neighborhood down, right? That they call, it's also the Tulsa massacre of 1920 something, mm. I think. Mm. Well, that's it for us for 2018. And we will see you all in January. Yay. I just wanted to say that, you know, we celebrate all these people. It could sound like a parade of sadness, but it really is, um, you know, there are a lot of incredible people who've contributed to the world, and I just wanted to say, um, you know, many blessings to all the folks that we've talked about today. Yeah, and their surviving families. Yeah. We appreciate all the, of them. Yes, and we wish everyone a happy new year. We're going to take a week off, I believe. Or, At least a yeah. week, maybe two. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, everybody have a great new year, and see y'all on in 2019 you've been listening to the leftscape podcast find us online at leftscape.com on twitter at leftscape and on facebook at leftscape the leftscape the shape of progressive conversation new episodes every wednesday 